Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Howdy, howdy. Welcome on in to the pre-show before the free show. I guess we're back on our pre-show BS. Yeah. We kind of took, took a hiatus. We didn't really want to make people like our guests suffer through a pre-show because our, our show is enough nonsense that like, you know, it might as well be. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like they're already, mm-hmm. we're our, like, okay, it would be different if our interviews that we were doing was like strictly football, you know, like yes. sit down, we're going to talk scene. Like this was a slight portion of that with some of the guests, but then a lot of it was kind of like getting to know them. So you don't need to get to know them for an extra five minutes when the whole 30 to 40 minute interview is getting to know them. That's a lot of them, you know? How's your weekend? What'd you do this weekend? It was good. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing that you'll be interested that I did. I went to the Londoner for the first time to watch um, a football game. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Was it an Arsenal game? It was an Arsenal mm-hmm. game. <laughs> we we they, were there at like 9 o'clock in the morning yeah, to watch. I mean, hey, you're lucky because that's the that's the, like the middle slot. Yeah. There are 645 Five games, off. yeah. Um so that was that was a fun experience and it's it, a good it's a good it's a good time. It is. And like you know that I I studied abroad in London so it was kind of cool to be back immersed in it and I think the thing that made it seem like the most like we were more mm-hmm. kind of there was the fact that it was 9 a.m. and people are drinking like dark beers, you know? Like that kind of they give you the full experience, which was mm-hmm. cool. The chants mm-hmm. are cool too. Yes. Um, is that, so I pre- that's an Arsenal bar. Yes. The Londoners. Uh, yeah, Arsenal they're not, they're and not yeah. uh, some blue team. Everton? I don't remember. Chelsea. Maybe Liverpool. That's a red team. Oh. Um, I don't know because fine. it's there's the other thing. There's another issue that I have with soccer is the fact like Arsenal's colors are ostensibly red, mm-hmm. but then like they have away kits that are blue and yellow, and I'm like. Yeah. No, the away they need to at least be like some sort of similar color. There are no QPR bars because QPR nobody likes QPR. <laughs> it's a tough scene. Um, all right. So pickle, you had a fun weekend. I did. Let me tell you about my week. Oh gosh. Specifically Saturday. So Saturday, in the town in which we live, yes, they had their annual Easter egg scramble. Okay. Annual Easter egg scramble. Big event. Yeah. Big, you know, big community event. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I did see a certain member of the Tepper household look very cute in bunny ears. Yes. And it was not Eugen or Max. No, it was not. <laughs> um, and so uh, we go up there and, you know, they got the they got a DJ out there and they've got, you know, bounce houses. Oh, yeah. We're going a, all it's out. It's a whole community deal. Yeah. Right? You know, they, they, there's, a, there's a little food truck that's in you know, It's yeah. a whole community deal. And the good thing is it's walkable from our house. Oh, very nice. Walked up there, loaded Hank up into the wagon, and I pulled the wagon. Okay. It's not that walkable, but it is walkable. Walkable, yeah. I got my steps in <laughs> the wagon and then put Max in the stroller. And, and you don't have to deal with parking, which is always a exactly good thing. Right. Go up there to 
and um, the the main event of the evening, is, or the evening of the day, is the egg scramble. Yes, right? absolutely. Okay. That's the grand so, poobah. Now I want to give my town credit. Mm-hmm. They've done an excellent job of of figuring out the pitfalls and trying their best to eliminate them. Okay. So for example, they have they're on baseball fields. Okay. And they are broken up by age group. Oh, I like it. So Hank is in the three and four year old. Right, because if not, you have eight year olds out there stiff arming people. Exactly right. Okay, I like that. Good job. Yeah. So city. Good job. And 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 by the way, like the other thing was, um, like by the way, like if you ever needed uh, proof that Hank is still pretty small, Mm -hmm. like small by you know in that he's three, like he got in the bounce house and he just got freaking flat I sound like eight year old just like Gunk. and he was like I want to get out I'm like alright buddy no you were like go in there right, get in there come on man get in the ring so it's actually really smart how they do it where it's it's on a baseball field okay and so you can either be behind the white lines mm-hmm. on the on the outfield or you can be in the dirt okay in the infield dirt so all the eggs are scattered in the um, in the outfield Ashley <laughs> If oh, I know it's serious when ever, you use my real name. <laughs> if you ever needed to know uh-huh. how thin the line is between <laughs> society and chaos, <laughs> it's go an Easter egg. To one line. of these things. Okay, so the mayor of the town. So oh, the way, so, big doings. Okay, so the mayor of the town. Mm-hmm. Got a show face. On the microphone, kissing babies. Saying, Thanks so much for coming up. Blah, blah, blah. We're gonna get going in about five minutes. What's mm-hmm. gonna happen? We got the big fire truck over here. Fire truck big tip with the kids yep we got the big fire truck over here when they blow their horn then it's going to be ready to go okay here we go thank you very much one field uh-huh the seven and eight year old field ah uh, the turds i'm telling you like five kids heard go oh no and they took off and at that point then chaos everyone <laughs> from the, on that seven and eight year old field just like descended oh, and stuff yeah like that. so it was like they lost contain right. <laughs> They lost and that's contain. the wrong age group. No. Once like five of them went, it was over. It was Murder. Over. Luckily, probably because the parents were very close, yeah. on the three and four-year-old field, we were hanging out. Yeah, just chilling. Good, okay? Having a good time. They're still okay. timid at that point almost. Right. Most of them. So Hank's guy's basket. Okay. I'm out there with Hank. How we're, big we're, is the basket? Like, are we going oh, he's got, he's, volume it's, shooter? It's massive. Okay, good, good, massive good. Massive basket. Good. Okay. Too I was going to judge you as a parent, if not. Too big. Too big. We're standing along the white line. And Hank's talking a big game. Okay, he's puffing his chest out. Hank is like, I'm going to get 100 eggs. I'm going to get 100. I mean, that's the the number. First of all, he's just learned the the number 100. And he thinks that that's just, that's the biggest number that exists. Oh, yeah, brother. Shoot for the sky. That's the biggest number that exists. So that that is (laughs) is the number of eggs. (laughs) For I'm going to get a ton of eggs. Yeah. Okay. So. There's there's two people to blame here, and I want to be clear about this. There's two people to blame. Okay. You better be one of them. One is Hank. (laughs) <laughs> because Hank does not have killer instinct. Because okay. the He's soft. um because the, the he would be walking along and there'd be an egg there and he'd go to start reaching for it and another kid would go to start reaching for it and he would go oh, okay. I hope you realize you have a golfer on your hand and it's, you don't even realize very it. De- he's very deferential. Mm-hmm. Very deferential. Which is fine because that feels like that's a lot more fixable than like... No, I want my kid out a, there stiff arming someone. Being a jerk? Yeah. I feel like that's fair. <laughs> so that's one thing. The other problem is on me. It's a coaching problem, okay? It's on me. It's a coaching problem. Because okay. what I should have told him is, Hank, when that siren goes, you need to run blood. to center field. I want blood. <laughs> you need to run to center field 
and work your way back. Ah, uh, yes. Because what happened... Everyone stops at the first shiny everybody, object. Everybody, it's one line, mm -hmm. and if you're not at the very front of that line, you you're picking up scraps. Egg. Yeah. Right? That's how Hank got one egg. <gasps> you let... Oh. Oh, no. One Oh, that's egg. traumatizing. Now, here's the good news. Was it the golden egg? <laughs> it was not. Uh, oh, it was no, an egg with, like, buddy. gum in it. Uh, no. The good thing was Hank was not paying a ton of attention to other. He thought it was really fun. Okay. He wasn't paying a ton of attention. He, this is not very results based for him. I think. Okay. I think it he was got where that, participation like, trophy. Out there, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, he got an egg. Okay, we need to rough this kid one. up. One. He that sounds one, one egg. It's a tough scene. That sounds like my brother back in the day. So one more story before, we'll, and I know this is we're going on. No, this because, is worth it. Because then it's like, okay, we go get a picture with the Easter Bunny. We go, we go in the bounce house. We get clobbered. We go down one of the, the little bouncy slides. All fun okay. And then they're starting something I've never seen before because they mm -hmm. are about to start the adult egg scramble. <gasps> Did you do it? So they have an adult egg scramble. It's set up the same way. Okay? Set up the same way except it's for adults. And, and, and the hook is that they have that there are apparently a couple of eggs that have like gift cards to local restaurants okay in it. so it's like it gives it's back just, to the community just, yeah. i don't need sour patch kids right you know right, what I mean? right 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 but right. you know five bucks to local burger or joint. joint yeah why not i didn't do it and here's why oh no so you're gonna tell me you let your kid only get one egg and you didn't go back him up for more here's why parenting here's why the reason i didn't do it a, because we were too late to get there. <sighs> but more importantly, the reason I wouldn't have done it uh, is because if I tear my ACL <laughs> in an adult egg scramble, that is... Then the, you go down as dad of the no, year. No, no, You're wrong. Oh, that's I the roast end, the That's the end of my of public <laughs> life. That's the end, the terminus no, 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 of no. my public life. Right then, if I, if <sighs> I, if I you know... Okay. Well, you if wonder. If I come in on crutches on Monday but and you see, say what happened, what am I supposed to say? This, come up with some story. I almost broke my elbow on the ice. It happens. Like. Yeah, but you know I'm not good at lying. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, okay. oh God. You wonder why Hank didn't go to the back and come back or get a lot no, no, of eggs. No, it's because Dad's a softie. No, you're not. You're not showing him no, what no, it's no, like no, to no. be a competitor. Time out. Time out. Time out. Those are two different problems. There's two different problems. One of the problems is that he's he's too deferential. The other problem was a coaching problem, and it was a strategy problem. We had a bad game plan, and that's on me. Hey, that's hey, on you. That's on me. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm holding up my hand. Okay, I'm well, going I, what in the I'm, room saying, and I'm saying that's mine. What that's I'm saying bad. is you could have made up for your coaching mistake by going out there and pushing some I dad to the not, ground. I am. Not, LP would have tackled somebody. I, I, I know, know that. For, I, well, I, and I, I guess he would have. That's why I am the way that I am, which right. is good and bad. I know he would have, <laughs> but. That I I I can't. Oh, you're soft, can't Gregory. You're can't soft. Can't do that. No competitor anyway, spirit here. Happy Easter. <laughs> Pickle. Did the arrow sound? Yes, y'all. 
from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that's back just by our lonesome. Yeah. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football A Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, on TikTok. We do have a TikTok if you want to follow it. Can you go live can we go live on Instagram? We've talked about that. I don't know. Or you'll show us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. If you're live if you're watching us on MySpace. Now uh, that would be a flex. Or <laughs> either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Howdy, friends. How was your night last night? I didn't follow up. Look, both of us lost. Yeah. Was your was was the person you were watching the game with? We were, uh, so the he Spurs, was civil. The, I was watching. The Spurs played the Mavs. Yeah, and I was watching it with my boyfriend Brian, who is a Mavs fan. Correct. Regrettably, um, he was fine. He was. I, it, it went so late. We both had long weekends. We were pretty tired at that point. So I think that well, the crap talking was dialed down to kind of a minimum other, well, at that the, point. The other thing. The other thing is that like Luca got hurt. Yeah. So it's like. You know, like they won, but at what cost? It's exactly. You know? No. So, um, I didn't. I don't yeah. want to follow up. I'm, no. Here's the big thing. I'm. I'm very much. I'm very much. I'm gonna talk my mess before the game, and uh-huh. then like afterwards, if it goes my way, I'm gonna be like, "That was fun. I hope we all." Uh-huh. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the one thing I will say real fast on the topic of NBA that I didn't realize until it got pointed out to me yesterday was the Spurs have a play-in game on Wednesday. That's Spurs versus Pelicans. Now that causes oh. big house drama for our social media guy, yes. William Wilkerson, and his lovely bride, Aaron Hardigan. Mm-hmm. Further than that, if the Spurs do win, his house goes down. But if the Spurs do win, they're the eighth seed in the West. Do you know who they would be playing in the first series? Oh, they would get launched into the Suns. And that doesn't bode well for our office dynamic. No, because... no let me be very clear. That doesn't <laughs> bode well for you and your favorite basketball team because they're a murder machine. Yes, and Ish is... Very ready to see that happen. Oh, I know, yes. Today's Monday, April 11th, 2022, 227 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to former Ranger great Mark Teixeira. Episode sure. on this, the Ranger's home opener. Episode 1366. On today's show, friends, we've got headlines, lots of headlines. So many headlines I told Pickle not to make lower thirds for them. <laughs> We're just going to have one. We're just going to have one. Uh, and so we will run through a bunch of headlines, including major college shakeups and a giant bit of high school breaking news this morning. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. In the back half of the show, Pickle and Mallory. Uh, went on an adventure, and we we are competitors. You are like competitors. some people. So hope everybody have fun. <laughs> Soft. Um, <laughs> and so you guys were out in uh, checking out Fort Worth ISD's new girls' flag football program. Yeah. And we uh, ran some routes. Ran some routes. Um, I did a lot more running with my face than I did with my legs. <laughs> <laughs> break down the tape coming through the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the doors? We sure do. It was just Chad, Tony Blaylock, Aaron Arbuckle, and Coach Terry Crawford. Welcome in, fellas. Howdy, 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 friends. Thanks for coming in. Okie dokie, Pickle. Let's get to some headlines from across the A state. A plethora. A lot of them. We're going to start in college and go to high school. We're going to start with uh, the news that came down last week, and that was that uh, what came out of Houston, that... Um, 
Houston is going to be down one of their star players for at least a large chunk of the season. That is Alton McCaskill. Not one you want to have down. The star running back, uh, he sent this out last week saying that uh, he had torn his ACL. From everything that we heard, uh, it was the dreaded non-contact injury. Mm -hmm. That's... Yeah, you want to talk about like a gut punch more than ever? It's that. A guy goes down in a heap and he doesn't get touched. The, you know it's bad. Yep. He was a freshman All-American last year. He set the freshman uh, school re- school record for freshmen with 18 touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, let's talk timetable. So this happened April 2nd. Okay, April 2nd is when he sent out that this that this had happened. Typically, and look, this is this is you know ACL. He may. I mean, we certainly hope that he comes back, and, and surgery is. And, you know, the medical procedure has uh, certainly improved over the over the course of the years. But like, there's a possibility he never comes back. But realistically, let's talk about a time frame. A time frame would be, I think, a reasonable time frame for an ACL is about eight months. About eight months. Here's the problem. That would put him in for like December one. Yeah. If he were to go and he were to have successful surgery, which it sounds like he did. Uh, successful surgery, and then have the eight-month recovery time, that would put him right at the beginning of December. So maybe he could be back for an AAC championship game, mm-hmm. or maybe he could be back for a bowl game. But that also feels like most things would have to go right. He wouldn't have to have, he wouldn't have any setbacks. Right. And then at that point, it's also the kind of thing of like, let's say if, if they are not in the AAC championship game, they're just mm-hmm. going to a bowl. Yeah, I got to be no honest. Point. Can he still get... If, does he have a medical red shirt left that you uh, can um, get? Yes, I believe he could. Then, so yeah, he, don't he waste have that. that <laughs> and stuff like that. For now, I'll tell you the way I'm thinking of it mm-hmm. and the way that we're kind of going to treat it in the magazine. I'm going to assume he's out for the whole year. Yeah, I would that's agree. Just, I think that's that's a reasonable assumption. And I feel like they should do that so they can prep in the offseason yes. and take advantage of thinking that. <laughs> um, speaking of running backs at Houston, they added a running back. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they knew he was going to tear his ACL, and then they had this guy, like, right. they'd been on the on the horn with Brandon Campbell for a while, but Brandon Campbell... Just a decent US, timing thing. USC running back who's out of uh, the Houston area, play, actually played at three high schools while he was in, in, um, in high school. Uh, he is coming back home to play at Houston. He only got a few touches there at USC, uh, probably looked around at the new... Um, you know, everything going on there with Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. said, all right, I'm going to bounce, come back home. And so he is going to be there. So uh, now I would say Brandon Campbell is a very good running back. I think they would probably prefer to have Alton McCaskill. That's just me. But uh, anyway, they have added a running back in Brandon Campbell there. Speaking of uh, bad news with running backs and knees. Um, this is not a cool trend. No, Kadrick Cobbs. Mm-hmm. Um, Kadrick Cobbs has uh, announced, the UTSA running back announced that he has torn his ACL as well. Which um, is a bigger deal considering since McCormick is not there. <laughs> correct. He was going to be in the competition for the starting running back job. Now, I thought I think it was always going to be a committee, Yeah, but... He was certainly going to get a lot of heavy touches. The Denton Geyer product is uh, is now going to uh, most likely, like we just said about Alton McCaskill, likely going to be out for the entire season. Mm-hmm. That's going to hurt the depth there at UTSA for the running back. Um, in We have in-state transfer pickle. Mm-hmm. Jake Bailey, mm-hmm. the wide receiver from Rice, has announced that he is transferring to SMU. Uh, Jake Bailey was the leading receiver pretty much in every category for Rice last year and was, in my opinion, their most reliable offensive weapon Absolutely. last year. I wonder how that happened. A pipeline from Rice to SMU. 
Interesting. I don't know what you're talking about. Interesting. That feels like you're accusing somebody of tampering. <laughs> I would never accuse anybody of tampering. <laughs> um, but he will, and, and remember, there's an SMU receiver core that certainly. <laughs> stop pointing at that. Uh, that's a joke for two. Um, th- there, there's an SMU receiver core that certainly needs a boost, right? Reggie Roberson and Danny Gray are off to the NFL draft. Stop laughing. Uh, and so they've got Jake Bailey coming in. Jake Bailey obviously did big things at Rice. He'll be expected to do big things at SMU. Are you okay? No, that's so funny. Like, I can't wait to show. I don't have a camera pointed You turn the camera? There. Yeah. It's going to change as soon as you change I know. Like, I look over, and this that's what we're looking at. Why is that like that? Sorry. Woo. I just... I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I don't think anybody was expecting it. <laughs> anyway, on to the other news. Uh, speaking of the transfer portal, Baylor has added a, a linebacker uh, coming back to the state of Texas, uh, Josh White. Josh White was a starter linebacker uh, from Cyprus. Um, he went to, I want to say Cy Creek. Mm. You don't ever want to mess that up because the lovely folks in Cyprus will mm. absolutely ring you for it. Is it Cy Creek? Everybody says Side Creek, let's go! Ding 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 Woo! ding ding! We gotta uh, win it. Side Creek, he um he went to uh, LSU out of high school. He 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 only saw a little bit of time. He's now coming back to Texas to play at Baylor. Uh, big pickup there as they add in uh, 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 another talented young uh, linebacker there, in uh, Josh White. Conference USA, Kusa. This is a little bit old, but it's worth mentioning because it's kind of big. So you guys remember there was the whole thing, and I threw this out there about Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. Marshall, Old Dominion, Southern goodbye. Miss said we want to leave Conference USA early. Conference USA was like, well, no, you don't. They've come to a settlement, and conference, and they are they are leaving. They have now put out new schedules because there's three fewer teams. You got to remove them mm-hmm. from the teams so we've got those up on texasfootball.com if you want to go see the updated conference usa schedules yeah. for you 2022 wanna, how do you feel about unt utep in week zero in I el know. paso wild we're gonna go yeah it's the first week of the football season that's what i was saying like you i should, went last year i should go again i should make that should, my first week thing them, find an el paso game in week in week mm-hmm. one uh and and tell bally you're gonna do it and have them fun yep mm-hmm. um stick with me okay <laughs> other news um Hey, remember when Lamar um, left the Southland? I do. Um, so, so they left the Southland uh, to go to the uh, the WAC. They left the Southland uh, to to go to the WAC. They are after one year there. They're coming back. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Twenty twenty three, Lamar is going to come back to the Southland. Now, I think this is a pretty big deal for the Southland mm-hmm. because they were kind of hemorrhaging members. Uh, this especially yeah with the loss of TMUC yeah yeah commerce yeah, yeah. Commerce. this no it's a Lone Star Conference so oh, they God. are yes, I know it's all it's, <laughs> I know it's a whole thing People but they were they were hemorrhaging members and they were kind of scrambling to hold things together because you remember like Sam Houston's leaving to to move up and then other teams like Stephen F were leaving for the whack and things mm-hmm. like that this is and this is not to say that Lamar is some juggernaut but I think just to stem the the tide against the Southland. It's really important for them to bring Lamar back. So Lamar is rejoining the Southland in 2023. Uh, Texas A&M held their spring game. I think they called the maroon and white game. Seems um, right. I, read. I didn't. I, I only watched snippets and highlights of it, but highlights are going to be deceiving. Everything that I read from people um, was that the quarterback situation felt a little unsettled. 
Okay. That it was a little bit. Everyone. They ran three quarterbacks out there. Because uh, who all they was ran it? Haynes, Haynes King, uh, Connor Wigman, and mm-hmm. then the transfer Max Johnson. Yep. It sounds like Max Johnson looked the best of the three. Where did he come from again? LSU. Okay. Um, Haynes King coming off of uh, his uh, ACL surgery or his mm-hmm. knee his knee surgery uh, was back out there. Everything that I read from the people that I trust said that Max Johnson looked the best, but that overall it just kind of looked. Mm, like the quarterback situation. Just keep an eye on that. Uh, but here's the headline, the only headline that matters. There were no injuries. So yeah. everyone wins there. Mm-hmm. Uh, A&M defeated A&M by the score of something to something. Uh, sad news out of, uh, I believe, in Fritch, Texas. Okay. Uh, and that is uh, that uh, John Legrone has passed away. John Legrone, uh, you may remember, was a star at SMU, um, uh, an All-American, and probably most known uh, around these parts um, as the cover boy mm-hmm. of the 1966 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He was on there with uh, who's that? Oh gosh, uh, Greg Pipes and Dyron Talbert. Uh, they were. Um, it was like the the only time we've ever put linemen on the cover. Yeah. Uh, was back in 1966, but he is the main guy uh, in the middle, John Legrone. Um, he has passed away at the age of 77. So Dave Campbell, sex football cover boy, uh, John Legrone passing away at the age of 77, the SMU star. Uh, Bob Bowlesby stepping down as a Big 12 commissioner. Do you hear about this? Do you hear about this, Kev? Um, he's stepping down uh, after a a long and I would say tumultuous tenure yeah. at the Big 12. Uh, he oversaw... A&M leaving. He oversaw Missouri leaving. He oversaw Colorado leaving. He, at, he, he oversaw them adding in TCU mm-hmm. and West Virginia. And then, I, I don't know, I, Bob Bowlesby's legacy is going to be really interesting. Because yeah. on one hand, he held the conference together when there was every reason for it to die. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, he always struck me as very reactive. The Big 12 always struck, struck me as very reactive. They never, ever had a plan going anything. Didn't seem like Mm-mm. it. Um, and so Bob Bowlesby is stepping down, I believe, at the end of the year. So they are on the search. Big 12 looking for a new commissioner. Uh, That's got to be a hard job to be looking for at this point. Big news out of the FCS ranks. Do you see this? Sam Houston quarterback Eric Schmidt, a national champion mm-hmm. quarterback, uh, will forego his final year of eligibility. Uh, he's going to go play at the professional level. He's going to enter the NFL draft. Um, he's going to try to get there. He may end up, you know, who knows? Now there's a bunch of different other options for, for him to go. Yeah. He's going to go play professionally. Uh, he was the focal point of the offense for probably the better part of the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see they're they're dipping into the transfer portal to replace him. Uh, they've got uh, they got Jordan Yates out of Georgia Tech to transfer to Sam Houston. Um, and so, yeah, of course, a national champion quarterback. He will live forever there in Huntsville, uh, but he is off to the next level. Uh, he will, uh, Eric Schmidt, the, the Woodlands product, mm-hmm. will forego his final season there at at uh, Sam Houston. Okay, on to the high school side. We've got some major shakeups here. And this was a step bomb dropped by our own Matt Step this morning. And this was uh, something that we had heard a little bit about. There's a little bit of smoke around this, mm-hmm. and it finally came to fruition. Matt Step confirming that Rodney Webb, the head coach at Denton Geyer, is stepping down, as he's phrasing it, retiring, retiring uh, from coaching there at Denton Geyer. 
uh, after just two seasons there. Of course, he led them to a state championship there in 2021. Longtime Rockwall guy for before Long, then. Exactly right. He is a guy who has been around the block and, and been uh, has a, a, a very solid coaching resume. Mm-hmm. He announced that he is retiring. So that is what is official. Yes. Let me tell you what we are hearing. Mm-hmm. What we are hearing is that he is going to move into the administration duties at another school district. Yes. Matt Stepp has posited that he believes that that school district is Highland Park. Johnny Ringo, we mentioned, is retiring there. Yes. They're going to, they're looking for an athletic director. That would certainly fit. Yep. Uh, we have not confirmed that. Mm-hmm. This is only, let's say, informed speculation mm-hmm. about Rodney Webb. But Rod, uh, all this means is that Denton Geyer's open. And obviously, yep. that's a big job out there. Especially with Jackson Arnold sitting right there like the pretty po- th- prize right on top. A three-year starter, Jackson Arnold, and a good young core of talent there at Denton Geyer is going to be a good, good job yeah. there. And this so, will be his third coach in his high school tenure. That's crazy to think John about. John Walsh's freshman year, year and then Ronnie two, Webb his sophomore, yep. junior, and then whoever they hire as a senior. Like someone that prolific to have three coaches That's in wild. high school football, especially with a program that keeps getting back to the state championship. Right. It's not just one that it's like, oh, well, he's a great player, but it never worked out. Here's, here's wild. An, here's another thing about that. They are... This is a pro, this is one of those tip top programs where I feel like the applicant pool is going to be pretty big, but Denton ISD tends to, in my experience, tends to look within before they look without. Oh, yeah. I think they want to have Denton guys in there. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that they won't look outside. No, but I think that they'll look outside. But I think the pool of people that they look out is going to be mm-hmm. way smaller than what people would expect. Uh, also consider now both teams in the 6A Division 2 state championship game mm-hmm. are going from last year have new coaches in Westlake which we expected right now Denton Geyer which we did not Rodney Webb has stepped down there at Denton Geyer uh this came down last week Katie Pato speaking of speaking of watch this transition yep okay <laughs> no 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 I got mm-hmm. okay. this out okay so that's Denton Geyer right let's talk about Denton Ryan okay Denton Ryan their head coach Dave Hennigan he's still there don't worry yeah, I was like, you but, just gave some people a heart attack. But he is on the lookout for a new offensive coordinator this because their offensive coordinator, Lonnie Teagle, mm-hmm. has left to become the new head coach at Katie Pato. You may remember Katie Pato, the defending 5A Division One state champs, moving up to 6A. BJ got went to Pearland. Bingo, bango. They're looking for a head coach. They hire Katie Pato, or they hire uh, Lonnie Teagle, the mm-hmm. offensive coordinator at Denton Ryan. So Katie Pato now has a, now has a new head coach. Mm-hmm. Let's bounce back to the Metroplex. Okay. Bounce back to the Metroplex because they, uh, the, the Lion Teagle needing to build a staff down there at Katie Pato, right? Mm-hmm. Needing to go down there and, and build a staff uh, with them. He has hired an assistant coach, mm-hmm. David Hicks. Mm-hmm. He has hired him off of the Allen staff to be uh, on his staff there at Katie Pato. David Hicks has a son. Mm-hmm. David Hicks's son is DJ Hicks. May have heard of him. The defensive end, the five-star defensive end, arguably the best pro, uh, prospect in the class of 2023, a menace off the edge. Uh, he is now going to play his senior season at Katie Pato. Mm-hmm. So we went from Denton, from Denton, uh, Denton Geyer to Denton Ryan, Denton Ryan, Ryan Katie Pato, Katie Pato to Allen. It all connects. And that's just another state champion program that, or at least one that contended. I mean, they won, mm-hmm. but that didn't. Um, that doesn't have a new the, or doesn't have their the same coach. Four well, finalists. Goodness. The four finalists in the six A Division two and five A Division one state champion. Mm-hmm. 
championship mm-hmm. games. All have new coaches. What? Westlake, uh, now Denton Geyer, uh, Katie Pato, and College Coach. Station. Pretty remarkable. Finally, one more thing to get to, and that is that uh, spring... Spring is going to have a new head coach mm-hmm. uh, as uh, as as their uh, their coach has uh, has stepped down. I Trent Miller, think Trent Miller. Thank you very much. Uh, Trent Miller uh, has stepped down and to take over the job at Willis. Uh, he is leaving to go take over at Willis. Uh, there with the Wildcats with a K. So we will see how he handles there. But uh, that would uh, open up a job there at Spring, which is a pretty darn good. That's an job. enticing job, most certainly. And if you haven't been out to that new stadium that they play out down there, it's immaculate. So there you go. There's all the headlines that I could find over the last couple of weeks. So we <laughs> wanted to cram into one giant segment. So headlines from across the state. Aren't you glad I didn't tell you to make lower thirds? Yeah, that, that's I a lot. I told you I had a lot. Yep. <laughs> We're at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DZTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. It's our subscription package. Two magazines and a year's worth of exclusive online content. If you want the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands, go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. It may even get your horse off of its back. (laughs) I see what you did there. Pickle, you and Mallory last week went on an adventure. We went to practice. You went to practice. Um, I think people may look at this show and be like, oh, well, obviously this is just a rehearsal that they forgot to turn they turned the cameras on for. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, this is the real thing. Yeah. You went to actual practice. You went to football practice yes. in Fort Worth. What, what were you doing out there? Um, Fort Worth ISD has put together a girls' flag football league. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Coach Murray from Carter Riverside invited Mallory and I out there to, one, get to go talk with the girls, but then also get to test our hand at our flag football skills. So we did a little video recording. We did a little running route. So it was a good time. Let's see what you got here on Text Football today. All right, we out here, Fort Worth, Riverside. Uh, Fort Worth ISD has a girls' flag football league, so Coach Murray invited us out to uh, test our skills. You ready? Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. I'm a little nervous. We got the text, and we both looked at each other, and we're like, man, I don't know when we I got to stretch. Like, yeah, that's we got the main stretch. thing. We don't want to tear an ACL over uh, What position are you? Evaluate yourself. I think I'm more of a corner. Yeah. Corner? I can't run around, but man, I can pick the ball off when you want me to. So. All right, there you go. Uh, I'm going to go wide receiver for me. I got that link. You got quadzilla, so low to the ground over there. Let's Get the quads warmed up. Let's go. This idea came from uh, Dr. Lisa Langston. Uh, she's executive administrator here with Fort Worth ISD. Um, you know, really, we're always looking for new ways to kind of get ahead of the curve, really. And she's been a strong advocate for women's sports uh, all along, especially inside Fort Worth ISD, but also across the country. Uh, she heard about this in a couple other states, uh, you know, Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. A lot of other states are actually on this curve. Uh, she heard about it, and she thought it's something that we should try and get ahead on. So. Five yards out in the game. Wait, 
You're going to have a rolling clock for 20 minutes. Uh, inside of 20 minutes, it's, you know, three downs to get a first down, and after those three downs to get 20 yards, if you don't get it, you've got to turn the ball over. Uh, it's, it's really similar in structure and pace of play to everything that you see in normal football, which is really our push. We don't want to make this something that's not football. We want to try and give these young ladies the same experience that any football player has that they can relate to and learn from uh, just like anyone else. My dad wants to flip the table. Well, he was happy because, uh, to be honest, originally he wanted me to be a boy. So when he heard that I can actually, you know, be out there and be on the field and play like he did in high school, he was excited for me. I've got twin 10-year-old daughters. I don't have any boys, I don't have any sons. Um, the thought that's one of the driving factors between me being a part of this and being the part of this that I am. Um, I want that level of equity and excitement for them for as much for these girls as I would for my daughters as much as I do for the, the girls at our middle school that watch us practice. I want that level of excitement and, and that feeling of support and that feeling of uh, future endeavor that, that they don't always find in their everyday. That there are so many doors that they don't even know can be opened because they don't see them as doors, they see them as walls. And so we're trying to show them that not only are they doors, but they can be open for them if they just ready to walk through them. You know, not a lot of, a lot of boy coaches or men coaches want girls to play boy sports with they think it's just for the, for the boys. Girls can play every sport. We put our minds to it. And it, obviously, when y'all start playing, there's going to be little girls in the stands, and they're going to be sitting there looking, saying, I want to do that. Yeah. What, is, what feeling does that bring you to know that they're looking up for you for something that a lot of girls never got to do? Um, joy. Nothing but joy. It's uh, it's nice to be an inspiration, especially to the younger kids. Man, I go to go to uh, AT&T Stadium Championship, you know, be overall, be the big boys, you know. We had districts around the Metroplex reaching out to us, uh, wanting to know why they weren't involved. What could they do to get in on this? Uh, we told them it's, we're really excited for them to join. We're really ready to see this grow and take off, but we wanted to take this first year really get our teeth into it as Fort Worth ISD and really see what, that we can shape it the right way. And then looking into next year, we're ready to add in a couple other school districts possibly. We're ready to see this become something that, just like in other states, become a statewide situation and opportunity for the UIL to get involved and really become something that girls across the state can be involved in. Hey, thanks for watching this clip there here you on YouTube. If you Out like this kind of stuff and you want more of it for the uh, girls' flag football league, uh, Pickle versus Hartley. Um, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like paying you compliments. Mm -hmm. I feel like you got the better of Mallory. I put a little shake and bake on her I think a couple you, times. I think, I, think, I think we need to maybe get the thermometer because she might be cooked. Just saying. Stop. stop. <laughs> um... No, it looked like fun. Looked like you guys were having a good time out there. So yeah, it really cool. was. That's a cool thing they've got set up. Well, and that's the thing is like they're so um, what they're doing is yeah, there's 14 teams in as coach was kind of talking about, but there's to break it down even a little bit further. There's 14 teams in Fort Worth ISD that are all doing this. So there's they split them into two divisions. You've mm -hmm. got seven and seven. The top three teams from each of those divisions are going to literally go to AT and T Stadium and play. Um, kind of like a round-robin tournament there mm -hmm. into the championship game. So they'll get to play their championship game at AT&T Stadium. It's coming up in May. We told them that to let us know. i got to re be reminded what day that's on because we would love to go out there. But super, super cool event. And like he said, he goes, it's it's growing like crazy. There's a ton of other teams that are wanting to do it. So hopefully this turns into like yeah. a legitimate thing because it's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, you know, we'll have to go check on Mallory. Check out the burn ward. Yeah, you know. You you can't always Tough keep up with listen. with all this speed I got. I, <laughs> you 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 are speed merchant. I many it's, people have said. it's literally I wish I had the Michael Scott gift where he goes I am speed. You really, <laughs> when he's doing the five k that was me. You really are. Yep. You really are. 
Uh, we got anything uh, as far as uh, final thoughts, or is that it? That that was my final okay. thoughts. I am speed. You are speed. It's going to do it for <laughs> Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank you.